Good evening, folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Welcome to another episode of Dead City Drive-In, the only podcast that can ruin a picnic faster than you can say Bert I. Gordon. I'm Brandon Windish. I'm Chris Holcomb. And we are the heads of programming in this here Dead City. And in this episode, decreed by the higher-ups, our bosses, the drive-in gods, we have been tasked once again to program a specially themed double bill for the ravenous hordes of mutants and madmen outside our projection room door. Speaking of doors, dude, you have got to stop leaving ours open during the day. Uh, sorry, man. I was just trying to be courteous. I had a double helping of those damn enchiladas with Miguel Nunez Jr. Okay, yeah, fine. But let's just hope that we don't get a double helping of Zika virus with all these uh, bloodthirsty mosquitoes flying around. You think that skeeters are bad? When's the last time you were in a concession stand? I, I tried to grab some jujubes and some giant roach shit flames in my face like I was goddamn Bradford Dillman. Well, that's it then. We need to officially call an exterminator. Ooh, maybe we can get a cool exterminator like John Goodman. <laughs> with our luck, we're going to end up with Randy Quaid from fucking Bug Buster. Uh, either way, this bug situation is out of control. If I didn't know any better, I think nature was sending like hordes of creepy crawlies to attack us just to spite humanity. <laughs> Oh, please. Name one thing that humanity has done to nature that would cause bugs to bite back. But, like, I cannot think of a single thing. <laughs> well, we better do something fast. The way things are going, we're going to have to... Eight-legged freaks crawling all over the drive-in screen. Chris, you magnificent bastard. I think I've just figured out this week's theme. Yeah. Killer bugs, dude. Are you not reading your own emails? God damn it! I think we should probably uh, make mention of the other person that's sitting at the table with us. Who's there? Oh! No! Jesus! Yeah. I do that a lot. Have you been there the whole time? <laughs> it's dark in here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's a little gender specific, isn't it? Should Ladies, we... gentlemen. Uh, them! 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 Kind of them! 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 Yes. Those nice, nice. use guys. <laughs> I really don't think that uh, that's any better. Anyway, uh, we are joined today by the uh, wonderful Rob Lee. Thank you. I, I'm. It's good to be here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well. so glad to have you back. So glad to be back. So glad to be back. Yes. For, for a minute, electrocution lessons. You were electrocuted. Yes, twice. Were you okay? Ah, uh, no, no, no. You, did I, you die? I'm undead. Oh. I thought, because I thought you were going to say the late Rob Lee. <laughs> <laughs> the late Rob Lee. I wasn't even late. No, the, ra- that would be the late Roscoe Lee Red Brown. <laughs> I know you people think that we're all on CPT, but I assure you I was not late. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Rob, let's, uh, let's ask you, I mean, considering the theme this week, yeah. Killer Bugs, what is your relationship with Creepy Crawlies? Um, well, when I was young, I, um, I had an incident with a praying mantis 
that caused me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making so this. Sorry, no, it's okay. Were you, no, right. were you molested by no, a praying no, mantis? Wasn't molested <laughs> by a praying mantis. But so the, I guess they secrete some kind of pheromone. I don't know what it is, but it makes the lower part of my eye twitch. So whenever I'm around praying mantises, mantisai, manti, manti, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it just goes nuts. <laughs> Do we have it in the budget to get a goddamn praying mantis? Can we Amazon and like have somebody Uber a praying mantis over? I want to see this shit. I, I totally no. want to see this. Well, you you can see it, but there's no praying mantis, manti, mantises here. So praying the mantis, female yeah. of the species is more deadly than the male. Guys, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I, uh, I I jumped up and down on a board that was in the backyard, and I got stung on my legs 47 times by, a, like, a whole horde of wasps. I thought you were going to say by one wasp. That, that one wasp <laughs> stung me 47 fucking times, but that it traumatized me. Luckily, I wasn't allergic to them. And one to fucking grow on! <laughs> <laughs> so I, have a, I really am absolutely terrified of wasps, really? and as I've gotten older... I'm genuinely unnerved by pretty much everything that's like a creepy crawly. I don't... Well, we're all native Floridians here, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that it's just, it's a part of we life around here. Yeah. We are used to <laughs> palmetto bugs, which people oh, up north may know it better not... as a roach. You say that, but bugs. my house is literally like E.G. Marshall's apartment in Creepshow. <laughs> oh, dear. You'll never get in here. Never. And when this black heart is over, people are going to pay. Oh, yes. You will pay too. Every one of you, every damn one of you. I've been beating bugs all my life, and I'll beat you too. But I have another question. Uh, do you guys remember creepy crawlers? Yes, creepy crawlers. Or in the plastic monster goop. Creepy crawlers. Build a monster mold with the color plastic goop and make a creepy crawler from my yucky monster soup. They're ucky, yucky, squirmy, wormy, very scary, sometimes hairy, squiggly, wiggly, creepy crawling. Creepy crawlers. Gross out your sister, embarrass your dad. You can be a little creep without being bad. Creepy crawlers workshop with plastic goop. Yeah, oh yeah, a, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mentioned it's a this, toy. It's like a it was a playset. The idea it, it was kind of like an easy bake oven but for, but for boys. Yeah, for for like creatures like us. Oh, so you can basically like cast little like uh, jelly gelatin. spiders and stuff. Yes. 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 Did you eat them? No, no, that was Dr. Dreadful's No, you played lab. with them. Yeah, you yeah. played with them. You, you you put them in your sister's pubes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, except your sister didn't have pubes. <laughs> Why well, my dad. <laughs> oh. She was a no, she was a big big girl. Um started young. We do have a job, unfortunately, Chris, yes, we and do. we're here to not just chat and drink bourbon and Mount Dew. <laughs> Our dark overlords <laughs> would be a little pissed off if we actually did not get down to brass tacks and program our goddamn double feature. That's right. Um, well, you know, in because we're great hosts, uh, let's go ahead and let uh, Rob go second. Okay. And <laughs> Chris, what uh, what do you got? What do you what do you thinking would be a great right, uh, so double feature for a double feature? Well, I mean, I, I can provide one idea for a double feature. You guys can provide the other ideas, and we'll go from there. Um, but my yeah, choice... don't tell me how to do my job, okay? 
I'm the other half of this team, dude. I can fucking I'm sorry. Tell you how to do I really, I, I haven't had enough to drink yet today. It was okay. a rough day. Well, yeah, hold sorry. on, hold on. Let's all take a collective oh, sip. Okay. Here. You know what? Let's, right? I'm going to take a collective raise our well. glasses mm-hmm. of a brown sauce and say, here, here. Here, here. All my sauce is brown. Oh. Wait. You know, chickens are like <laughs> Wait, I'm just trying to understand the physics of that. Uh, it's a long story. I can show you later. Can you show me a picture? After the product. Okay, okay, cool. It's a long story. We'll be posting that on our uh, all our socials, so make sure you smash that subscribe button. Alrighty, so uh, our, the first movie I'm going to bring to the table here uh, is 1974's Phase 4. In the next few moments, we will try to give you an impression of a new kind of film experience. If your curiosity is aroused, you are ready for Phase 4. They're sending back my message. What does it mean? This is no message. If there's an intelligence there, I want it to know there's an intelligence here. I believe that they'll move rather quickly into desert areas. Taking over the countryside first, then laying siege to towns and cities. We have only one chance. How do you fight a force that knows what your next move will be before you think of it? I didn't realize it had four phases. Yes, it actually had. And then four. that was yeah. Do you have to see phase one through three in order to appreciate four? No, no, no you, not you, at all. You, you can, can start it. You it's probably better to start at phase four. There's, there's a little bit of a recap in there, so you kind of get brought up to speed. So you know the other ones are completely unnecessary. Okay, okay. So it's like Friday Part Four. These Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. But uh, no Corey Feldman in this one. Well, I'm out. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> No, so uh, Phase Somewhere Four... Somewhere Corey Feldman's crying. Oh, is, I love you, Corey. Uh, is one of those 1970s Mother Nature Attacks movies. Uh, the whole premise of this film is that you have a group of different ant colonies that are out in, I believe, the Arizona desert. Wait, don't, don't you have an IMDb synopsis? Well, I, you want me to read this? Yeah, read, read oh, what IMDb... How they, right, right. how they sign up the film. They don't say Arizona, synopsis. though. So says, how would you know? Because these are always says spot desert. on, how they, how, they, how they do this. Desert ants suddenly form a collective intelligence and begin to wage war on the inhabitants. It is up to two scientists and a stray girl they rescue <laughs> from the ants to destroy them. <laughs> A stray girl. A stray girl. <laughs> no, and uh, dude, okay, dude, uh, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. So basically, we have a sausage fest, and then they bring in a stray girl, and this stray girl is like fourteen at best, and she's not had and her it, shots. No, it, this is a bad, bad idea. Uh, I think Roman Polanski was the star of this movie, Ooh. wasn't he? Ooh. Ooh. Too soon? Too I soon? I was going to say too soon. But... <laughs> um, well, before I think, Chris, before you get into all of the 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 great stuff that is. Phase four. Um, I did want to go ahead and read the worst <laughs> review on IMDb. And I love this heading. I think uh, this review is terrible. Yeah, this is this is uh, you know people haters going to hate no matter what. And uh, for all of these movies, there are people that hate these movies. And um, this one in particular. Oh, for some reason, I don't have the name of who wrote this on here. However, this is uh, this is the review. The heading. This is stinky poo poo. Strong start. Uh, <laughs> this is not a good movie. The sorry line is awful. It is not scary. 
6.6 is just overrating it. It's not scary at all. Conjunction. It has some good actors, but it is not a good storyline at all. This is one of the worst horror movie of all time. I need more lines, and I am running out of things to say. Do not waste your time. Do not waste your money. Do not see this awful movie. If you want to get scared, see Empire of Ants. Do not see this stinky, stinky dodo. There is a reason why people like it. <laughs> But I could not tell you. I, I do not knew why this got a 6.6. It is so poo-poo. I do not knew why people like it. Just see Empire of the Ants. Do not see this. I, you know, <laughs> I, I wish you were making this up, but that is, ri- that is verbatim. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway. Yeah, the English teacher in me is having a fucking conniption right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because this is like 90% of the papers that I used to read. <laughs> like, oh, please, kill me now. Oh. Kill me now. So tell, tell us about Phase 4, Chris. I saw this movie when I was a kid. Okay. okay so it had a, a very, very strong impact on me. There's, there's one particular scene in this film that just resonated with me. And it's like, I, I saw this probably 30 years ago maybe even longer on like a creature feature mm. you know, with, with dr paul and uh if this involves your sexual awakening when the ant crawls up the girl's shirt i'm i'm gonna pause you right here and say this should not continue i'm why, gonna why you gotta ruin the content uh, sorry i'm sorry. totally going to uh, whatever the rule is for when you say no i i i take precedent my decision and i'm gonna say i want to know that story <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not pertain to my awakening. I did not become a young man watching this movie. Uh, I was just a little kid. And there's this scene where uh, the scientists have kind of sealed themselves off in this technological dome that's completely ringed with these uh, spray fountains that they can immediately disperse, like insecticide yeah. and, and kind of shit out there. So anyway, uh, there's this family... Their farm is nearby, and it's been completely overrun by the ants, and they're trying to flee, you know, they're covered with ants and everything, and as soon as they get to the dome, the dome is actually under attack by another one of these ant colonies and everything, and so the scientists inside, not knowing that there are actual people out there, hit the button on the gas and spray everything out there, and the next day they go out in hazmat suits and stuff and try to inspect where the ants were, and they find the bodies of these three people that are out there. Oh, shit. And so they roll one body over, and they look at the hand, and inside the hand, or the palm of the hand, there's like two or three holes that have been bored right into the palm of the hand. And then all of a sudden, the ants start to pour out of those holes. That's the VHS cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, they have that artwork on the the VHS cover, yeah. And we're going to butcher the name of the uh, Salvador Dali and Chandelou the the where the Andalusia yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They, it's, it's straight out of that oh where they cut the eyeball <laughs> <laughs> well yes but no the, the, the scene with the bugs crawling yes. out of his hand yeah oh, it's phenomenal but, but there's just something you know I don't know if it's that tryptophobia kind of thing you know having holes and stuff yes, in your yes. hand but the fact that the ants come pouring out you know so the ants used these bodies as you know, habitation to get away from the poison. They actually dug their way oh my inside. God. So you just mm-hmm. have to kind of think, oh my gosh, they completely crawled inside the bodies of these people. Oh my and God. now they're starting to pour out and everything. So, you know, that's... Much like your apartment in Creep Show. Yeah. Yeah. That scene... My grandpa, E.G. Marshall. E.G. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do something about this bug problem. 
No, but that scene just freaked me the fuck out as a kid. Oh, Absolutely wow. just scared the living shit out of me. And, I mean, overall, the movie is, is not an overtly horrific, you know, it's, it's a slow burn of a film. I mean, it is a true 70s, like, really it's a gem. For, in my opinion, yeah. but we neglected to mention that this is a Saul Bass film. Yeah, and it's, Saul Bass, of course, is like one of is the in, the famous better known title for designer. His credit sequences, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And he 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 really truly was a design genius. And I think this is I, he, I really don't know. He might have directed a few other movies, but this is definitely his first film, if not his only film. But uh, the, his eye for design in this film is absolutely just impeccable. Everything about this movie, design-wise, is gorgeous. All of the close-up shots, the, the, the amount of tension when uh, the ants are crawling through. Um, a, he's trying to kill an ant. Uh, one of the characters is trying to kill an ant. And, and it's running through circuit Lesko. boards. and yeah. Yes, yes, Mr. Lesko. Running through circuit boards and, and, um, and ups, upturned um, bits of debris. And, and you're really just tight in this 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 nest uh, this maze and uh and as you watch this ant crawl through this you're you're wrapped with like man look at the size of that thumb <laughs> it's amazing how well, did they do that the macro the, the macro shots they, oh, they, they yeah, the, the very beginning film. sequence of this movie that's another thing that gets you absolutely hooked the cinematography and the opening of this film where the movie doesn't even really begin i mean it, it starts off like kind of in, in space and there's a little bit of exposition that they give there at the very beginning saying that there was some sort of you know astronomical event or something that's bombarded the earth with radiation and people didn't really notice what the problems might have been you know they thought oh okay well you know we got you know gamma ray burst or whatever it didn't really hurt anything and everything but little did they know it caused the ants to become super hyper intelligent. Is that what it is? I, yeah. I, I they, can't remember. They sit around in like a cult and they have like little. Yeah, yeah. And they, so don't they actually they have, they have symbols have on their heads? Ants that have symbols yes. that are yes. on their heads. And they're and, in like a little convent. Though, yeah. And, and they, they have this entire structure that the ants have constructed. And you really you follow this ant as it goes through all the different pathways and halls of this structure that they have built. And you see that the ants are communicating with one another. You know, Absolutely. And that they've, they've delineated themselves, you know. In not only different species, but they recognize the different species, and everybody's got a job to do, and, and, and such. And later on, they go on; they build these these tall—I uh, don't know—they look like periactoi. Uh, yeah. These what the fuck structures. did you just say to me? <laughs> I said, Why are we talking about pterodactyls? <laughs> I said that you're pterodactyl. <laughs> Because we have a Frank Marshall film coming, and Jurassic Park is a big, big part of pterodactyls. Yeah, oh, okay, of exactly. course. Duh. Thank you. Spoiler I alert. If we started here, Rob, <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't get anything done. <clears throat> but anywho, just that entire opening sequence. I mean, the cinematography, the fact that they're do- yeah. using all these macro lenses, so you can see these up close. I mean, the ants are, are life-size, and you see them uh, from an ant's eye view. And it's like the first 15 minutes of the movie. It's fantastic. It's incredible, too, because this is long before computer animation. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, no, thinking, it's all practical. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and the ants... Movement is so left because like this couldn't have been done with uh, stop motion, but I couldn't tell you how it was done because it was so perfectly lifelike. Yeah, a lot of patience involved, I'm sure, Absolutely. in the macro shots of this movie. I, I just I can't imagine. You know what's crazy? Because like, for, well, so Chris, you said you saw this when you were young. Yeah, I, I remember distinctly the VHS cover when I was young, browsing the video stores, and it just oh, didn't video really. Video stores, remember those? Yeah, do you remember? What, I, I yeah. love video stores. Um, <laughs> It just, it didn't have, like, 
the, while I like the striking imagery of it, I just, I don't know. I, it was not something that was ever on my radar. I did not watch this movie until like just a few years ago for the first time on Amazon Prime, which it's currently <laughs> streaming yeah, right, right now. On Prime. Um, not to date this, but it, this, it's been streaming for a few years now. Um, and I remember going like, where has this movie been my whole life? First of all, I will also say this is like the perfect stoner movie. Really? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I've never you... known any. I don't. I hear this from people that they say that when they imbibe uh, marijuana, that uh-huh. it's a really beautiful film. But <laughs> Dude, I personally, you know what the don't colors? Know anything about like, that? So there are a lot of colors in here. Yeah, absolutely. right. The, I, no, it's just the first twenty minutes are fucking close-ups of ants <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> no, okay, so I, I'm gonna tell you this. Like, what the fuck? What, like this movie could never get made now. No, it did. It just got turned into a video. It's called Rammstein's uh, Links <laughs> zu Drei Via, right? And it is exactly the the scene where the ants are crawling on a, a tarantula that they've killed, but it's a rhinoceros beetle in the in the Rammstein video. Wait, 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 yeah, have you not seen Links to Links zwei Drei Via? Links so left. It goes like this: side, two, links, three, four. Yeah, Links zwei Drei Via. Links. Links. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Right, isn't it just like that? Du, du, du hast me. You guys, that was a really big deal for a minute. That, that was that a band, huge like, d- and, Hey, they're still a big deal for me. Don't hear no Listen, you're you're not going to get any judgment on the on musical taste around here, okay? Uh, okay, it's just not going to happen. We we quote Weird Al Yankovic on a regular basis, so I don't think. Well, hey, you know, don't we all? Yeah, I'm to this day living with a hernia. I gotta say too, like this movie, it didn't even come off to me as a horror movie. It was, it was this methodical sci-fi. Oh, it's totally and, a sci-fi and, film, I right? Mean, and and I'm watching it and I'm thinking, because I I saw it more recently even than than you, and I was thinking this is like the primer of a bug. Do you know what I mean? Like where it's just the script is like it's it's very tight and everything serves a purpose and it's just it. it, it Connects and connects and connects and connects. It's so point to the. It's so tight to the point that right. they were like, "Oh fuck, we need twenty minutes of macro shots of ants <laughs> exactly. at the beginning of the movie because exactly. it's only like Just fifteen like minutes 50. long." Exactly. <laughs> so Phase Four has some great actors. Yeah, in it. we've got Michael Murphy. Ooh, Batman's mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about all he did, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he'd be like, you'd look at him and say, "Oh yeah, I recognize that guy." Nigel Davenport. Which um, most people would be like, who the fuck is Nigel Davenport? Hey, but remember, he's got some serious genre clout. He played Van Helsing in the Dan Curtis Dracula. Which has been nonstop streaming on Shudder, by yes, the way. Yes, absolutely. I've, Every watched time like, I... I've watched like three times. <laughs> and you want to know something? It's a goddamn good version, it's too. It's pretty good. It's it pretty, pretty good. good. Wait, is it? Wait. Is that the one with, uh, uh, who's Dracula? Jack Palance. Oh, right. Okay, that's the Jack Palance. Yeah. I haven't been watching it. <laughs> I, I keep thinking because the, the Frank Langella version has my favorite um, vampire uh, look. The when the the Van Helsing's oh, the skin daughter is peeling off with her black eyes. Yeah. That shit is fucking scary. Yeah. Did, did anybody like looking at this movie and and now you know having the cinema of, the history of cinema that we've had see uh, Ewan McGregor on screen? Like, oh, what if they did, like, like a new one? No, 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 no. I mean, the, the actor. Michael Murphy? 
did he not look like Ewan McGregor? I guess he's got a Ewan vibe. Like older Ewan, I could you know? see a Ewan vibe in this, there. This, this, okay. Well, no, I, I, mean, I, I do maybe, see it. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think maybe... Well, you're, you, you're wrong. You're like very, very hesitant about, about it. Man. Yeah, I think you're an idiot. Okay, no. Time to go. You know what? I'm out of here. See ya. Fuck you guys. All right, he's gone. Yeah. Thank God. Chris, now it's Can time for me like and you to kiss. Um, no, I, you know, I think if anything, what you're saying is Ewan's got those that kind of 70s actor vibe about him, which not a whole lot of actors these days have that vibe. No, no. You know, the 70s were times for where actors could be just like schlubs, like, what's his name from Maniac? Joe? Oh, <laughs> Joe, Joe Spinell? Spinell. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, like, only in the 70s can Joe Spinell be the star well, of the... a ton of movies. <laughs> I, I, well, I wouldn't quite call him the star. He's yeah, usually second yeah. fiddle in Maniacs. The only time that he had like a lead role. Yeah. Well, he was uh, the last horror film. Okay. Lead role. I just watched uh, the Ninth Configuration the other day. Oh yeah. yeah. Is he in that? He's in that. Yeah. Oh no, it was he's, Nigel. It was Nigel Davenport. Yeah, That's Nigel the Davenport. Ewan McGregor looking dude, not Michael Murphy. Yeah, but Nigel Davenport's kind of got that lazy eye thing going on too, which Ewan McGregor doesn't. No, but like the guy from Men at Work. No, I mean you've got you've got some decent actors in there. I mean, regardless of whether or not you know they're super super recognizable. I mean, for their day and time, Michael Murphy was pretty much getting his start in the nineteen seventies and did a lot more movies in the nineteen eighties and into the nineteen nineties. Nigel Davenport, uh, you know, beside being Van Helsing in, in Dracula, I think the first time I saw Nigel Davenport, he played Scrooge's father in the George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, um, classic. Um, but he was you know very recognizable. He was uh, let's see, who was he? He's the father of Jack Davenport, which his son was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, yeah. Fucked him. You did. <laughs> Can I smell that finger again? Yeah, here. Oh, okay. dear Lord. <laughs> oh, hey, Johnny. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's here. Yeah. I told you to get back into the basement. Back in the basement! He's gone. Okay, good. He's gone. I'm going to get just some pizza rolls. Actually, we could get sued for that. Couldn't yeah, we? <laughs> we could totally get sued for that. Okay, you might do, do you know that um, Plinkett's having like a war with Shatner? Is that? No. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, he's old. He's going to put him in his damn basement. Well, I don't I think it was like Plinkett's thing. I think Shatner just was like, who is this guy? I can't. You do Shatner. Do, do Shatner. Do Ooh, it. Who the fuck is this guy? There you go. Yeah. See? Perfect. That's what we need. <laughs> exactly. That's why we keep you around, Chris. I love Shatner, but he... Uh, he would not let my wife hug him, and oh. that really that hurt. Oh, that well, hurt. what what era Jamie yeah. was this? You know what era Jamie <laughs> was this? <laughs> this was like like seventies, wow. like full bush. You know, no, no, that was, that was, that was <laughs> a good era. That's a good era. What the fuck is wrong with Bill? <laughs> um, I, I don't want to be inappropriate, but if you'd like, you know, to have a man hug your wife, I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I want to take pictures of it. Yeah. Okay, I want to be there. Making sure. I'll be in the corner. Just you know, don't. don't and, and I think my wife would be okay with that. I, I, yeah, probably would. What? Like, can you give us a couple of things that Phase Four has that makes it like totally great drive-in material? Aside from the fact that it's got, and I and I don't mean this in a negative way because I'm into slow burns, 
But like, um, you should see my fatty spliffs, bro. <laughs> uh, but like the uh, idea that well, it's some high concept shit. You know? it it's like I don't want, I don't want to spoil the movie, but I mean, the, the truth is, is that by the very end of the movie, you will be my... horny for ants. <laughs> <laughs> I no, my, Michael Murphy's bad, character recognizes that we've totally are been we outclassed. Okay, we are no longer the predominant species on the face of the earth you know it's like by ants you know with with their hive mind they have so far beyond i mean developed so far beyond our capabilities and everything that basically we are now living in their world and i think you know like the line that he gives at the end of the movie is i'm waiting for instructions Oh right. shit! Yeah, I mean that's that's oh, how the movie shit. ends. It's it's one of these you know classic where it is the movie so seventies ends on a fucking downer where yeah. you're like, shit, dude. You know we don't have this night this nice Hollywood ending where okay we have prevailed over you know opposable thumbs, mm. human ingenuity <laughs> right. tames they... nature once again. <laughs> Fuck that noise. What's going to happen? The ants get together and they bitch slap humankind, and we are no longer the top dog. And you know, there's something it's, about that kind of transgressiveness that really appeals to me. Hey, no, it's so true. We get outfoxed by ants every step of the way of the movie. Yeah. Is there a scene where they like all climb up on top of each other and like form a? a yeah, line? they form a chain. They, they form yeah. a chain. Okay. Yeah. I, they use that again in ants. You're talking about With the Woody, Woody Allen, Allen yeah, hit film absolutely. ants. Ants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That? Or what's a Bugs Life? They, I mean, they're all the same movie. It's, yeah. Yeah. Phase well, 4, Ants, a, Bugs Life. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There was an ant in that. So it's got, so what you're saying, it's a great choice for a drive-in movie because it does have long stretches where you can be making out with your significant <laughs> other. Absolutely. Um, and not really be missing too much. And every time you look up at the screen, there's Somebody's a getting close... bitten or but... eaten. <laughs> That's or not actually Somebody's got true. a giant there's, swollen hand. You know, there was a swollen hand, but there's a, there is a tragic lack of violence in this movie for a What about B nudity? Movie. Is there any for, but, there's, there's a bit of nipple, but you have to really be paying attention. Ant nipple or... Well, Mark there's Murphy nipple, nipple, but no, no. Is it Lynn Frederick's nipple? <laughs> yes, yes. It's Lynn Frederick's. I don't remember the nudity in that movie. But it's okay. subtle. She, the ant crawls. Why are you having? She's oh, sleeping. that's right. She's, she's asleep. Okay, yeah, she's sleeping. They found her. After, that's why I said it's, it's her straight family. girl coming up, coming of age. This you know, is why I was he talking earlier became about a man. The people getting gassed outside of the dome and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. actually Lynn Frederick's family. Okay, okay. Like, there, but there's, there's that's how we get the stray like, girl. Where the fucking right. horse, you know, she's got the horse. Yes, and the ants take out her fucking horse, right. and that's why she gets so mad at the ho- yeah. at the ants. Okay, yeah. like, so we're talking. We got, we got ants on titties. We got ants, ants taking out horses. We got ant chain. We got Michael Murphy Actually, sliding down and ants ant sacrificing themselves. I was just in about to mention that with the yellow dogs and cats brilliant. living together. Mass hysteria. No, it was the it's the it's one of the best scenes in the film where the ants, in order to evolve beyond the um, the pesticide that's being used, they they take a sample of it and they have to get it to the queen. So that she can ingest it and, and, and convert it into into the next generation, the next generation of, of ants, right? Yeah. And and so these ants like take this chunk of yellow insecticide and they just move it along and pass it from ant to ant, and they're dying along the way to get it to the queen. And it's it's powerful. Well, they're willing to do the things that human beings are not. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, also they'll take too, a hit for the team. But you also too, and this is kind of the the sad thing about it is, is that at the end of the day, it's saying that the, the queen is the one who's controlling these ants. Yeah. So it's not really that the ants are really taking anything over the team. The queen is saying, you know, hey, do this. 
So they're all kind of slaves. Oh my God! They of. needed a Lincoln, is what they needed. That's exactly saying. right. They uh, needed yeah. a Daniel Day Lewis. There, they did, and they got him they... in the mayor from Batman, the mayor of Gotham City. Went down the ant slide right and showed them all what for. I know. I thought it was pretty cool. Nigel Davenport takes out that freaking grenade gun and starts blowing up the ants. Okay, oh, so it's got skyscrapers. See, I'm asking you to sell the movie, and you're you're not, like <laughs> that's a good grenade. The, that's right, I love when he comes back later in the movie. He's thing. like, he's like, where are the rest of the grenades? <laughs> oh, you used them all blowing up the ant tower. <laughs> ah. Well, it's because like he gets bitten by an ant. His hand swells up to like three times its normal size. He's trying to hide it from everybody. He's going slowly insane. He's got this crazy fever. He's sweating bullets and everything. Oh and he's God. like, I, I can't even stand up. It's not Give toxic me another Avenger. fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to. Well, I'm going to watch this movie tonight. Watch it again. Um, or maybe we'll get to see it on the big screen. Um, I also want to just note that there is a, uh, for all you uh, vinyl nerds out there, there is a Phase 4 original soundtrack album on vinyl by Waxwork Records. It's all funk, by and the way. It's <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. It's, it's it is scored by Breakwater. Hey, why don't we take a minute and have a word from our sponsor? That sounds like a great idea. You know, uh, computers these days are ubiquitous. Hmm. That's a Banking, travel, entertainment. No facet of modern living is untouched by the computer. But what happens when your computer has bugs? And I'm not talking about coding problems. I'm talking about physical bugs in the machine. You call the pros at James R. Lesko & Associates. They will debug your hardware and return it to peak computing power. Moths, roaches, ants, it doesn't matter! James R. Lesko & Associates, the premier computer debuggers. Great. Thank you. They paid for this bourbon tonight. No, yes. that, thank you. That's, that's some great bourbon. Thank you, James R. Lesko & Associates. All right. Well... So what's next on the docket? What's next on the docket here? Rob. Right. Okay. So my pick um, was arachnophobia. The Jennings family has just moved to the small town of Kanaima. Oh, Ross, smell that air. It's the perfect place. Goodbye crime, goodbye grime. Except for one pesty little problem. Come with me and look at the web. The web? I have a terrible fear of spiders. Come on, we live in the country now. It's time to work through this irrational, paralyzing terror. It's not irrational. <laughs> Hollywood Pictures and Amblin Entertainment present Jeff Daniels. Honey, we're in the living room. We need you to kill a spider. And John Goodman. Oh, McClintock, infestation management. Oh, my guy's just a spider. Would anybody object if I tore this floor out? I would. False alarm, then lead on. There's no spider here. Every so often, in a little town somewhere, there is a health scare. There's a rumor going around that some kind of spider might have killed Sam Metcalf. Doubtful. Spiders make convenient culprits. <laughs> There's no spider here. <laughs> Hollywood Pictures and Amblin Entertainment present... Arachnophobia, eight legs, 
two fangs and an attitude. Perk up, Lloyd. If we find the spider that did this, you can arrest him. Arachnophobia, a thrillomedy. That's a fear of clowns, right? Yes. No. No. No, it is not a fear of clowns. That's agora... No, that's not agoraphobia. What is the fear of clowns? Chlorophobia. Uh, I'm being an asshole. No, no, no. I know. Clorox. Clorox. Clorox phobia. Cloroxophobia. That's basically when you listen to the president and know that you can only be safe by drinking bleach. Yeah. He's a true leader. Yes. Of the president. Going back just a bit to phase four, the most presidential line... When the the people are dying from the uh, yellow uh, insecticide, and he says you got to grab all the pussy, and he's like, no, 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 no. Oh. He, he he straight up says like, yeah, people died is what it is, and I was like, oh, oh my here. god, yeah. who, who says that? Which character? Um, Nigel, really? Nigel, yeah, people Nigel, died. straight it up today, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's yeah. <laughs> Nigel Davenport, Nigel 2020. Davenport, twenty twenty, <laughs> right? Well, uh, we've got to dig him up. <laughs> <laughs> and, a ru- and who could run with him? So arachnophobia. Oh my god, who would be, who would be, wait, who would be? Who would be the running mate of the, Nigel Davenport? <laughs> Nigel Davenport's fuck running mate. The, you know, the Constitution that would not allow him to be yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh Lynn Lynn Frederick. Frederick, I mean, why not? Yeah. Well, definitely. We've I, seen did, her nipples. Did, didn't she We've seen, herself? yeah. What? In real life? I think she killed herself. Oh Jesus. my god. Thanks Chris, a lot, way to Chris. Bring it down, Chris. What the fuck? Way to, way to ruin the night. Anyway, back to arachnophobia. Right. Jesus Christ. So let me tell you about this movie. This movie is a coming-of-age movie for me because, as you know, I'm a tail-engine Xer. I saw this movie in the theaters. You guys are so Gen in X. You just high-five. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what we did in Gen X, baby. We high-five. I don't know what you millennials well, yeah. do. What do you, we watch you know, Revenge of the Nerds. Bug we high-five. Yeah. And now we watch Arachnophobia. And we high-five again. Man. Yeah, dude. We could say that. Uh, we also wear members-only jackets. collars. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, I'm going to pop your collar. Oh, Jesus. There we go. Well, (laughs) insta-douche. Don't you guys have a Pearl Jam concert to go to? I actually see Pearl Jam. I've actually seen Pearl Jam. Okay, so Pearl Jam is my wife's favorite band, so don't even. All right, so going on. (laughs) Don't even mention them again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, let's read. Let's read. Wait, yeah. So, arachnophobia, yeah, t- tell us a little it. bit okay, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, okay. So, I saw this movie in theater in 1990. It's mm-hmm. directed by Frank Marshall. Uh, Director of Congo. That, no, <laughs> you know what? You, you, you stolen my thunder oh, because I, I was going to bring that up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I, I, I was going to bring it up now. Making our guests look bad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, I it's cool. City Drive. I love Congo, though. No, I'm you don't. Gonna, but it's okay. I, I do. I love Congo. Well, I it's one of Bruce Campbell's better screens. You know, you get it in Evil Dead 1. Evil Dead 2 and Congo. Congo's I'm sorry. Yeah. He's got the greatest screen. It is, it, is, it is a screenplay written by Don Jacoby and Wesley Strick, and this is the best screenplay you will ever read. There's only one black person, and he is the guy in the gym getting his uh, nuts cupped when they get the cough. Uh, but that's not his fault. I don't even the remember 90s that. were a really, really strange yeah, it, it was a hard time. They cupped his nuts, they had to use two hands. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like five foot taller than anybody else, and, and Jeff Daniels kind of looks up at him when he realizes he's going to have to cup his nuts. Anyway, uh, and speaking of Jeff Daniels, the movie stars Jeff Daniels, uh, <clears throat> Harley Jane Kozak, John Goodman. Fantastic role for John Goodman. And I watched this movie. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. okay. And Julian Sands. The IMDb synopsis says a species of South American spider 
hitches a lift on, uh, to the U.S. in a coffin and starts to breed and kill. Okay, wait, first and of that all, tells that you terrible, everything synopsis. You know. I, I first love of all, that it, this is like, you know, the coffin being shipped to the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a natural. No. It's totally the plot. First of all, yeah. Where do you get your coffins? Well, I have them imported from South, South America. America. Where the fuck do you get yours from, dickhead? So, first of all, it didn't even... You know what? Fuck this. Okay, so uh, let's read the worst review. I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> um, actually, Chris, why don't you go ahead and... Uh, <clears throat> I would love to beat Ross Jennings with a broom handle. <laughs> and there's an exclamation point on that. That's the subject line. This is a one-star yes. review for So Ryan here we Phobia. go. Okay, so this film has some good special effects and has few good shocks. But how can anyone enjoy a movie where the guy who is supposed to be the hero, Ross Jennings, is played by Jeff Daniels, is such a smarmy, revolting creep? If the wow. characters of Ross Jennings and his revolting family are some screenwriter's idea of likable characters, I don't want to know what they would consider unlikable. My biggest disappointment was that they the Jennings family, didn't get wiped out. Jesus. It also doesn't help by the fact that Jeff Daniels' idea of showing emotion is by exaggerated mugging. This was the first time I ever felt like walking out of a movie. Sorry, for my money, I'll watch Tarantula, 1955, <laughs> or The Naked Jungle, 1954. Next time, I want to see a killer bug movie. Oh, I mean, it's the 90s, all right? Yeah. Jeff Daniels' family was the quintessential American family. Moved from the big city to a small town. And, you know... Hey, earthquakes are scary. They they are. And, and they, they play on that at the end of the movie. I mean, don't don't, don't spoil it for the for okay, people sorry, who haven't sorry. seen it. But, but I, I think the problem here is that I think whoever wrote this is not a Gen Xer. They did not live the the 90s experience. They don't know what it was like to be in the 90s. The 90s, and I'm not, I'm not making this up, 90s were literally the best time to ever grow up in the history of the United States. Yeah, you don't see Looney Tunes characters on long t-shirts anymore. Right, right, no, absolutely. But I mean, beyond that, like, we didn't have struggles. Like, we didn't have, um, we didn't have cops, you know, spraying people down in the streets and dogs chasing people. We didn't have crosses burning in yards. Well, I mean, we did. We did but, I mean, we did. We, we did, Rodney but King I mean, it wasn't, had... it wasn't wide spread it wasn't oh, like yeah, institutionalized you know yeah, what i mean sure. oh, it wasn't we, like, uh, right, right. like like the, you know the, in the 90s we had like you know in california you know in when nwa and stuff like that right absolutely but in the suburbs none of that stuff existed and it didn't happen again until recently like we're freaking the frick out because we hadn't seen it we didn't grow up with it so this person just doesn't understand that's that's really what you're talking about the guy here. that wrote the review yeah i'm talking about the guy who wrote the review well, fuck that idiot yeah yeah what a fucking idiot yeah I, I mean, fuck his opinion, really. Yeah, seriously. Or her. Who, it's, who, I mean, whomever. It's his truth, I, or but there. it's bullshit. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's true. He mugs a lot, but it, it, he says it like it's a problem. Does he? he does, is, when has mugging smarmily ever been revolting? I mean, really? I can't think of a single I mean, case. You're, you're mugging smarmily now, exactly. right? <laughs> I don't find that revolting What's the big deal? All right. She's <laughs> <laughs> fucking pulled him up <laughs> That's what happens Instant when men, millennials try to be smarmy. You fuck it all up. Hey, I'm Gen Y, motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, no, so so uh, okay. So the, the thing is, is that um, this person obviously doesn't understand where this movie's coming from. But but worse than that, this person doesn't understand the the scope that this movie has. Like, um, so when you see the long shots, right? 
of the of the of the South American rainforest, and you see the crags and the waterfalls, and what you're seeing is Frank Marshall about to create Congo. Dude, you're seeing you're seeing you're seeing the building Congo. blocks. No, no, no. You're seeing the building blocks of Jurassic Park. He's because all of, you know, absolutely all Congo. of this all of this shit. Like, so is Julian field. Sands a stand-in for Laura Linney? <laughs> them on the endangered species list. I got it. Dude, dude, my crystal gun. I gotta say. That's my Julian Sands impression, by the way. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Put him on the endangered species list. I gotta say that uh, this movie hits all of the Spielbergian cues. Oh, like the, oh absolutely. You can I, see that it's been produced. Absolutely. Like yeah. I, I think I think they, they, they credit this movie to it Frank Marshall, and I think what happened is Spielberg said, "Nah, we're gonna do no, this." I think, I think Spielberg's an executive. He producer. is well, obviously. Said, I mean, it's an Amblin it film. Is an movie, but that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's it's said it's directed by, but I mean, all the shots are exactly the same sorts of things that hey, Berg would do. Toby Hooper would do. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. So the the movie is is start to finish brilliant. It's it's not. I mean, it's it's a slow burn in a way that any any uh, '90s horror movie is a slow burn, where they take a uh, an, an inordinate amount of time showing the plight of this family, so that you, they oh, can you humanize mean setting them. up the characters? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? You yeah, know, we God don't need forbid. that. Look, listen. It's a movie about freaking spiders. You know that are killing people with seizures. We don't need to know. It's not that important. But you know what? I'm not gonna be like uh, Dickhead McGee here and say that it was revolting. It's just like, exactly. his name actually is Dickhead McGee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. But uh, I, I will say that uh, that uh, the movie has a, has a has a has a setup that uh, gets you in and it gets you right to the spiders, and that's what it's really all about. And, and you can't go wrong with that. What it's I remember, very aggressive. Well, I, you know, the arachnophobia spiders. was a really big hit when it came Massive. out. I, I'm, I'm certain I saw it in theaters, but it definitely got a lot of replay in my house on video. Absolutely, and you and know, it, as well as should. It, through your fingers while you were holding onto mommy's skirts. Well, it's interesting because we were talking earlier today, uh, like hours ago, <laughs> and I mentioned that. Like well, now I have an issue with bugs, but at the time that the movie came out in 1990, right? You like tarantulas crawling did, all over your face. Didn't, it just didn't really bother me, aside from wasps. But like spiders weren't really like an issue for me. So the movie didn't scare me, but it it the the death and the the drama the drama in quotes, but like the right. the high stakes were apparent to me. Like and when I he was knew, throwing those wine bottles. That's a yuppie nightmare. Well, yeah, I, it, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I really the movie has attention to it, and that's stuff that I really, really loved about the movie. But watch, you know, I I don't think I could watch it now. Like, you can I, absolutely watch it. Now. I recommend watching it. Now. It doesn't it doesn't hold up in the same way that some other I don't know films. Where I like I like to me. There are movies that are that are products of their. Uh, sorry, that are set in a particular time that that hold up better than a movie that's um, a product of its time. Uh, that is supposed to be an, an any time movie. And I'll give you an example: Raiders of the Lost Ark is set in you know the the war, like yeah. That, and and so you can take it as that. Arachnophobia is supposed to be an any time movie. It's supposed to be time neutral, but it is hopelessly ninety. Is it? I don't remember. I, I, I feel it's, like the it, small town vibe. And if anything, it's it actually that. a movie. It's more of an eighties movie because right. when it came out, it came out in nineteen nineties. So right, yeah. right, right, right. Everything feels, was going into that movie. I guess what I mean by nineties is that like it, it, it doesn't have the technology. You, there's there's none of the things that you have to get around with. But it, you realize that this couldn't happen today, and it's supposed to be a movie that's set in the present. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I get it. 
that's I, the disconnect. So, but what I remember is like how it literally has like for anybody who could ever have like a specific spider phobia, it has a scene for that. Yes, it's got a scene. The I, toilet, the, the toilet, but and you know, I still to this day think about that. Right, and that's crazy because. I think about that, and I don't even relate it to that movie. It has become it's, it's like it's, 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 like it's, Jaws, it's intrinsic. Really. Now. Yeah, it's it's come. You go to the ocean, the you think of a great white shark. Spider's Absolutely. gonna crawl on you, asshole. Yeah, I really, I still, it's a it's a concern. But the other one is I, the one that really is rough for me is the fucking old people eat eating the or not the, the old popcorn. People, the eating the popcorn. Yes, I mean oh, it's got everything brilliant. that's like awful about spiders in it. It's got yeah. the shower scene spiders. Shower scene it's spider. got the the popcorn. It's got putting a shoe on and having a spider be in your fucking shoe. Bite. Yeah, dude, it's got every spider awful thing that you could imagine in it. I had a I had an experience. Uh, I was I was at my grandmother's house. She lives in an old house uh, up in Panama City, Florida. I uh, I had a five dollar yeah, bill. I was I young. Grandma, grandma. Yeah, yeah, she was a great woman. You yeah, know. Uh, she's about to die. So I hope you're I hope you're happy with yourself. Yeah, no, great you know, tits. Jesus Christ, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> but yeah, they are nice. Um, so we're we're. Uh, I, I I had I had some money. I was going to go to Miracle Mile, and um, I kept my money in my shoe. Right, so I went to go grab my five dollar bill that I knew was tucked in my shoe, and I reached up inside that five dollar uh, for that five dollar bill in the toe of my shoe and felt the crunch of the five dollar bill, and I pulled it out, and it was a goddamn roach. Oh lord! And, and let me tell you, the amount of psychological trauma from that moment still with me. Oh, still with me. Hey lord. Brandon, how do you hide money from a hippie? How? Put it under the soap. <laughs> hippie Joe, what do you have to say about that? I think that's racist. <laughs> Fucking hippie Joe, Jesus hippie Christ, Joe. Gosh, hippie. Now everything's about you. Everything's about you, okay? about you hippie Joe. Either. Fucking Jeez. asshole. You um, don't hear me calling everything racist. <laughs> <laughs> He's always like, "That's so Raven." And that's so Raven. <clears throat> so where were we? I'm sorry. Oh no, we were uh, we were we were talking about the the social ramifications of uh, spiders as a threat yeah, to race class um, and gender <laughs> to race class specifically and gender specifically related to race. Nathaniel Hawthorne's uh, <laughs> House of Seven Gables but right, if, you right. wanna, if you want to get technical about well, it were they brown spiders? <laughs> you know it's really funny because uh, the spiders were South American and here's it's just kind of the, pro- the problem that I have with it is that um, it's kind of like uh, this invader from South America mm-hmm. you know like the Africanized killer bee like come on really? Why? I mean well, the spiders here's the funny thing is, is that you know the the they were undocumented. In, in South America, they it was Europeans them. bringing these diseases that wipe out, you know, all of the the, the native population. Right. So, so so now we get this whole Montezuma revenge sort of fear. And so these spiders are coming over from South America and they're going to wipe us out. And it's like, dude, come on, really? Yeah, but they did mummify Manly's face. Is it? They, oh, my God. Wait, is his name Manly? His name is Manly. That's... How many times I've seen that movie is that I still remember still that remember dude's name. name. And he's been in all he's, sorts of stuff. And you know what? The funny thing about Manly he is was he's in only in the movie for like 10 minutes. I know, but it really had an effect on me. I remember when they open up his coffin <laughs> from South America. <laughs> and he's like a shriveled up mummy. Oh, man. That movie, honestly, Arachnophobia is a great It's, it's a fantastic Oh, a thrillomedy. Thrillomedy. Is what they fucking marketed like it as, That's which great. is really like every no, horror 
part of me hey, or your part tongue of me was fat. firmly planted in cheek, though. But you want to know something? It delivered. It totally delivered. It delivered every time everything. John it Goodman was scary. On the scene. It was funny. Yeah. And of course, it's the perfect roller coaster because yeah, when yeah. you combine humor and horror, you know, you, you're it's in a for winner. a great ride. Plus, it was PG-13. And you could bring the whole family to it. it but it was, was scary. But it was scary. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You. It's not like a lot of times when you see a PG-13 film and you're like, God, oh, they, they cheaped out. Like they could have done this and they didn't. And you as never much fe- money as that movie made. Oh, you know that the theaters did not make any money on that? Really? Because people were shitting their pants so much that they had to go through <laughs> cleaning services. Yeah. They were like, come get more popcorn. Like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not eating popcorn. popcorn. Have you seen what happens when you eat popcorn? Yeah. That was yeah. the start of people that taking was, their shoes yeah, off in movies, by the way. Well, that's also the start of people stop buying popcorn. Like, yeah. it, it, I, you know, actually, I have, um, I, I am, um, I have You a, have to go? No. Oh. No, gee, damn. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you my popcorn story now. How do you like <laughs> that? No, it's too late. Story. It's too late. Hey, 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 popcorn story. No, it's okay. I, I had some statistics. Nobody wants your statistics. Yes, we do. We want to hear statistics. No, we want to hear statistics. You get elocution classes too. Fact-based podcasting. So, okay. So, did you know that the sale of popcorn? I'm I'm not even making this. But you can look it up. It's 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 a fact that sale of popcorn in movie theaters went down by 12% following the release of Arachnophobia. That is a market decline. Fake news. <laughs> okay, you're right. It's totally fake news. Did you really make I made that up. I just totally made that up. But you were buying it, right? It's, it's, I would I believe it. I, who would you? believe it? Like, you, you put that in your mouth and a spider comes out of your uh, nose? Fuck that shit. No way. I wouldn't eat popcorn either. They show their corpses sh- and the spider yeah, crawls the spider out of the guy's com- mouth or nose. I, it's like the crab crawling out of that guy's mouth in friggin' the abyss. Oh, it's worse than that. Because, you know, if you're on the crab crawling out of Ben Johnson's mouth. Listen. Uh, or Ben Gardner, I'm ben sorry. Ben Gardner. Wait, what? Is there a crab that comes out of Ben Gardner's mouth? And... Yes, in Jaws. I don't know you why I'm abyss. having a hard time remembering that. Abyss? You said abyss. Well, no, he's, no, he's actually talking too. about Wilford Brimley's The Bisque. <laughs> <laughs> Brimley just died recently. Oh, yes. He did. Dude, we have a moment of silence. We, okay, let's have a moment of silence. For Brimley. Yeah, that's enough. Diabetes. <laughs> Wasn't diabetes the evil? <laughs> Does anybody even remember Wilfred Brimley? I of mean, course. You know, yes. actually, in this very studio, I just you I, had I shot a commercial four days before Wilfred Brimley died, and my client and I were talking about Wilfred Brimley, and we're like, "That guy's awesome. I love Wilfred." And four days later, they're like dead. And I was like, oh. <laughs> So, so basically, so basically they killed, killed the Yeah, every time I talk about somebody, God. they die. Jesus. Donald Trump. Keep my name out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about Trump all day then. Something ears out of my mouth. Hi, <laughs> oh, what is guy? He's rich. <laughs> so, all right, real quick then, maybe give us a couple more things, drive in total wise, that make arachnophobia oh, a great Okay, drive-in uh, drive total. Every, every freaking scene that John Goodman's in, drive in worthy. Uh, the shower scene, completely drive in worthy. Um, actually, the setup of the spider, the denouement, uh, where he's in the basement and he's got to fight for his life against this spider the that's. The yeah, fucking no, spider on fire. The fire spider. It's, dude, the movie is it's, it's gremlin, it's jaws, it's Congo, it's all of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a mix, it's a, it's a passage of the old and the new. You can see what's coming. It's it's brilliant. It's 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 the future and the past of cinema wrapped up in one. That's why you really sold me on arachnophobia. You, you, you I need to watch it. I, I kind of had a like a predetermined notion going into this episode. I have an erection and, right now. And that, you but should. you really sold me on that movie. Thank you. Thank you. 
Why don't we take a moment and have a um, have a word from our uh, our second sponsor? Right <clears throat> here. Got bugs? Well, a web certainly indicates an arachnoid presence. Why risk spiders climbing between your fat titties while you shower when you can pick up a phone and call Delbert McClintock's Bugs Be Gone? That's right. Infestation management at its fat <coughs> finest. Delbert McClintock's Bugs Be Gone. They spray once, spray twice, and then just squash some bitch. That's right. Delbert McClintock's Bugs Be Gone is bad. That was a good read. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> I should have some more of this. Yeah, Thank you, Delbert McClintock, for paying for this. Yeah. Well, actually, Delbert. Rob paid for this. <clears throat> you know, me and Delbert go way back. He owes me some money. You know, I saw John Goodman on stage in New York when he was doing uh, Waiting for Godot with, uh, oh yeah, with Nathan Lane. Oh, How was the show? <laughs> well, it, here, here's and the thing. That could go one of two the, ways. <laughs> the best the thing best way ever. about that show was John Glover. John Glover was in that. For the record, I'm sorry. I, J- John Glover is usually the best thing in anything he's yeah. in. John Glover was absolutely fantastic. And I got to tell you, I was super impressed because this was right before John Goodman started to lose the weight. I mean, he was he was a giant walrus on stage. I'm sorry. But he was but huge. He was super, super huge. But the way that he threw himself around that stage, the physicality of that role... Um, it, it was absolutely amazing, but I could not understand a goddamn word he said. Oh no! Yeah, is jowls? I mean, I enjoyed the performance, but it's like it was like and, a bluster. And I know Beckett, man. It's like I know Waiting for Go, and it's like, what the fuck did you, he just say? You didn't oh, miss fuck much. It, man. He just like he just did like a backflip on stage. Holy <laughs> shit! I mean, it was like. <laughs> is watching like John Belushi, you know, doing doing backflips, man. It was crazy. Was that really John Belushi doing those backflips? That yeah, was totally was. John Belushi. And, uh, who, yeah. who, well, I mean, speaking of John Belushi doing backflips, have you seen uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Absolutely. Yeah, with Cyclops. Yes. That John Goodman, perfect. Yes. Also, the cabin in that movie is the cabin from Evil Dead Two. Is it? Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. Nice. No way. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just, now I'm gonna, now case, I have to watch a brother. In case you now. didn't know, uh, Joel Cohen is the assistant editor of The Evil Dead, uh-huh. and okay. Sam Raimi was the second unit director of Hudsucker Proxy. My choice is Squirm. It was a violent summer storm. Millions of volts slashed the earth. That was the worst storm we've had since I was knee-high to a duck. Folks talked about it and started getting things back to normal when Mick hit town for his vacation. Well, it's straight ahead about five miles. But things weren't normal. There were changes. Ah! Ah! Mother bit me. I never saw him bite like that. Strange, frightful changes. That night, it all started. Stop doing that. I'm not doing anything. This was the night of the crawling terror. American International presents Squirm. That's exactly what happens with the terror. <laughs> the movie is from 1976. It was written and directed by Jeff Lieberman. Lieberman. He was the guy that ran with uh, Hillary Clinton, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it stars... Don Scardino, um, Broadway actor and now a uh, very successful director, uh, Patricia Piercy, uh, R.A. Dow, method Roger. actor R.A. Dow, Gene Sullivan in her last film appearance, and really? of course, 
the wonderfully excellent Fran Higgins as the stoner sister. Yeah. I'm going to read, the, this is the IMDb synopsis, and I'm just going to preface this by saying, this kind of sounds like the person who wrote it's kind of like, eh. So that's how I'm going to take the read. Uh, a storm causes some power lines to break and touch <laughs> no, no, the no, ground. No, 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 you got to read the headline there. Oh. Well, wait, no, you're doing the No, stuff, yeah, this stuff, is sorry. the sun, synopsis. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, a storm causes some, like, a couple of power lines to break and touch the ground, drawing millions of man-eating worms out of the earth and into town where they quickly start munching on the locals. What's not the like? Okay, can, can, do, you, do you need me to read this? Why don't you go ahead and read our, okay. read our, yeah. Nobody's that southern. That's, okay, that's <laughs> okay. the this of this. Headline of this. Th- from this motherfucker who's probably never been to Georgia in his I'm life. I'm freaking insulted. <laughs> Already, man. When it comes to bad movies, Squirm has got to be one of the worst. Come on. It a movie about killer worms and millipedes and vermicelli are used instead of actual worms. The hero, in quotes, is a bigger dweeb than Bill Gates in a leotard. The character of Roger is, ellipses, indescribably bad and unsightly as hell, I might add. Of course, the mutant in the platform shoes was a particularly disturbing touch, mostly because it was supposed to be a convincing character. All acting was so bad, it was like a porn without the porn. Only watchable with Mike and the bots. Quote, do worms routinely blind people? All right, let me just throw this out there. Please do. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Who wrote this review? I bet you this was written by a goddamn Yankee. Look, Probably. look, I get it. I like Mystery Science Theater 3000, too. But, <laughs> come on. Fucking, why don't you have your own Mike. fucking opinion on a movie? This Joel, this, this review Joel, is clearly written Joel, by somebody who's Joel, like... Joel. Hell yeah. Joel. Who's like, yeah, if MST3K says it's stupid, then it's stupid. I will say the movie is not a nonstop action fest. But... It isn't. I love 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 the setup of this movie like honestly every minute of it the reminds movie, me of the living dead at manchester more <laughs> dude actually i never would have thought about that until you just said it it's totally true it's like it's kind of like monotonous in its setup but you're strangely fascinated by everything that's happening you're like well who is this fucking guy like, in Manchester Morgue, it's like, who's this hipster in a fucking leather jacket who just hates this woman? You know, the same thing. It's like Don Scardino, who's like the smug New York City boy. Right, exactly. And, he's and like, that's how they treat it. It's like, I'd like an egg cream, please. Yeah, it's it's like, cream. you go to fucking Georgia and ask <laughs> for an egg, egg cream. cream. He's yeah. so People smarmy. are like, what the hell is an egg cream? He is so smart. Well, it's kind of like soda with chocolate syrup. <laughs> fuck out of here what did you say chocolate yeah, soda she, motherfucker she's just staring at him like the fuck <laughs> yeah. did you say but i honestly it's like that's the thing it's like all of those little scenes are so good to me they're so funny and like what it's like this fish out of water story yeah and they're in like fly creek georgia some made-up little shithole town and all of the people in this town are like almost borderline out of a philip ridley play <laughs> you, like you've got like the There's mom no borderline about it yeah you've got like the mom who's like clearly nuts yeah. who's just like always no. talking about there's a storm coming 
I, or whatever she said. And it's like, what? So, so shadowing's a motherfucker. No, I gotta tell you, so Lynch is my guy, and, and so I, I'm gonna always make comparisons to Lynch, but tell me that the, the affected speech, like, the way she, she's straight out of, like, Inland Empire. Well, you know a, what I mean? She, yeah, she's a classically trained actress. I mean, she's bringing her, like, 1960s A game to the role, and she's perfect. And she's clearly that mother is like a beautiful older woman, right? Who's like, past her, oh, she looks gorgeous. great on camera, right? Yeah, right, like, right you, absolutely. You know. But I, th- so you got Don Scardino as like the city boy dweeb who is just such a smarmy prick. And then you've got this like sm- he's not as smarmy as Jeff Daniels though. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I mean, they could be related. <laughs> it's probably it the same guy. It's twenty years later. Oh my god! They they exist. Those two movies exist in the same. <laughs> All and and Michael Murphy is like their like uncle. <laughs> These movies all exist in the same fucking universe, and I, I love that. Um, you got this smoking hot redhead who is like totally I don't know. In my opinion, I like I'm just like she's totally cute. I like I love that this guy goes. <laughs> You'd like to slip her your worm? Well, look. I, <laughs> you mean dick, don't you? <laughs> no, I no, love I, I love that he he like. Got, what, I, I don't really remember, like, why. Like, is he from New York? Like, what the fuck he's is from New York. What's this deal? He he's, he's just, yeah, he goes, no, 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 no. He goes down to Georgia to get antiques. Like, who the does oh, that? Yeah, like, right. really? But this girl's and no, like, but he's, he's there, the first obviously. Thing he sees? Dead he's, antique no, no, no. owner. He's Where there. did he yeah. go? Right. <laughs> no, no, no. He's there, obviously, for the girl. Right? Obviously. He, and he makes it known. But here's the thing that's funny to me, is that he goes in there and he says that she's going there for antiques, right? Yeah. But, like... No antiques were viewed any entire time, and he like starts getting involved with the skull. Oh no, they go to they go to drive to the antique. The, oh, place, that's right, and they but find they the first. End up that's not, right. Yeah, that's right. But I, I they, just, I actually really do love the gentlemanly relationship that they have in the movie. He never tries to make like a sleazy move on her, you know. And he's and you know what I want. You know what this gets. Wait, does he do that? Does yeah, he say he does. that? It's it's really it's really but light. It's, it's not it's not Han Solo. Yeah, but it's it's like it's like. <laughs> It's not like he grabs her in the no, boat no, he, and tries no, to no, like, no. kiss her. He's not like not like the, the, the villain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's Roger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Roger. Although to speak of, you brought up the skull. Just a little kind of tidbit. Did you know that Martin Sheen? That actually, was Martin Sheen's skull. He Holy read fuck. for he read for this movie. No way. I heard he was cast. Well, and here's the deal. He wanted to change the script. He wanted to actually oh have <laughs> the lead actor, the you know, lead character, be an actor. Yeah, and then he wanted him to do your York speech no. to the skull, and the director said, "Yeah, get the dude, fuck out of no, here!" No, no, dude, get the fuck out of here! Because when I was watching that shit, and she picks the skull up, I'm like, "Do York, Alas, please do York," yeah. and she didn't. Alas, poor Yorick. Whoa, check out Skullhead. I knew him, Horatio, a fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. He was funny. That's missed on probably totally totally wanted that. You know happen. what? Kim Basinger was all supposed to be. This movie would have been better. She, I heard she was. And Kim Basinger. That's all I'm saying. I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I love this dude. I love this ginger and this ginger. These two gingers like tied together in the movie. <laughs> the... Um, and and then I. But okay, that's just unnatural. That's why them worms came out of the ground. Well, see, it's it's fascinating because like all the worm stuff in the movie. I think they're like it's. It's the least interesting thing in the movie yeah, to me. It's the I, actual... I genuinely really enjoy hard. all of the character interactions in the well, movie. Well, this is more like going back to the whole Lynchian sort of thing here, too, is that 
the worms are the least interesting they, part. It's, the, it's the, the, the naked underbelly of this southern town, and this it, southern and gothic it's crazy bullshit. It's a frustrating town. The There's a scene where he just is trying to order this weird drink, and the sheriff is like, aren't you going to apologize? You were talking about my worm, but I did not tell you what kind of a worm it was. <laughs> There's a worm in the percolator. <laughs> oh, this movie could have been my egg Jack cream. Oh, dude, Jack Nance would have the fuck out of this shit. Fellas, don't drink that coffee. You'd never guess. There was a fish in the percolator. And, you know, I love the, uh, the, the scene. <laughs> Hold on. There, like, there's, there's way too much to really, for me bring, to love about this movie. But, uh, the, um, the scene where Don Scardino is hanging out with the sister. And Dude. she, like, pulls out a joint. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you want to smoke this shit? And he's like, the, the way he, ta- he's like, cool as fuck to me. Right. The way he takes it, he's like... Yeah, like, no big deal. Yeah, gives no. it back. She keeps smoking it. Gives it back to him. He has another hit. Gives it back. And she's, like, getting fucked up. And she goes, and he's like, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. yeah. No, and you're like, this Yeah, I'm kind of tired, but I'm sort of pumped, too. Yeah. How about I eat that pussy later? <laughs> Unexhausted. Yeah, me too, but, you know, I'm really wired. What do you say I take you home and eat your pussy? Here's the, here's the thing that fucked me up about it is, is that he was so chill with the sister. I was like, dude, that's some connection right there, dude. Like, I just, that's I love the interaction with, yeah. with the family, the way he plays it. He does a lot of things like he underacts a lot of the time in the movie. Like when he finds the skull, he's like, huh, or the skeleton in mm-hmm. the in the fucking truck. He's like, yeah, oh, he totally Sherlock's it. He's like, yes, there's a skeleton. yeah, but that's it. He, yeah. That's what I think he's yeah. doing. I think he's just kind of like. I also see dead bodies on a regular basis right, being right. from the, being the city. big city. <laughs> but like he um I I just I love the scene where he's smoking weed with the sister. I love his interactions with like everybody and I, I just that all of that stuff is what like adds up. I love R.A. Dowd, who apparently is a method actor who went down to this George location, yeah. just hung out with worm farmers. Jesus. And it's so funny because he Roger? Roger, yeah, the bad guy, the villain, the ostensible yeah. villain of the piece, because really, he's probably the worst actor in the movie, and it's so funny that he's like the method actor of the bunch. Right, 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 right. You're like, what the fuck are you method about? It's like, because he's so I was totally bizarre. convinced that he was... Like a real deal yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, but the scene where, the, the scene where it's like clear that Don Scardino is like, oh, Roger's into this girl my basically my girlfriend like right. she's not even into him and he's like why don't we all go fucking fishing together right and he's like so gentlemanly about it, it. was so cool and I, I was I, like uh, but here's what i didn't like about it is that when she was obviously uncomfortable being alone with him and he's like i gotta find out about the skull babe you're just gonna have to hang out with the rapey guy yeah you can't do that it like, reminds a- me of that scene magic <laughs> when Anthony Hopkins and Ed Lauder get on the boat and everything and you're kind of like what's he going to talk to him about what's going to happen here and okay yeah. I'm going to go you guys stay here yeah. but I love but you know you've got that scene this guy in this review talks about the does he talk about bad makeup in here maybe How not how can you talk about bad makeup dude it's Rick fucking Rick Baker, Baker. Yeah. early it's Rick f- Baker it's the first time Rick Baker actually used prosthetics yeah Really? Yes. 
Very it's cool. the very first movie that Rick Baker ever used prosthetics. And honestly, that that shit's pretty horrific. Yeah. That scene I is... I mean, the shit with the fucking... Yeah, I mean, it's you know, not like, necessarily well-filmed or well-edited, but, like, it's it's still effective. It's, like, pretty horrific. It's, like, the reverse the... shots and stuff where they did where, basically, the, the Rick Baker had put the prosthetics on the guy's face, and the worms were already in it. And then they had monofilament line. They were attached to the ends of the worms, and they pulled it out. Yeah, right. And so they ran the film backwards, so it looks like the Is that how they did it, or did they, did they actually have monofilament in the prosthetics and they pulled them in. Pull the string! Pull the string! Cut. Perfect. I, I really don't know. I'm not sure I'd exactly. Have to, I'd have to watch it. Yeah. Really watch it again. And, but any, regardless, it's still pretty effective. Yeah. And It's a cool scene yeah. at, at the end of the day. Like. And then and it's the just walks around the rest the of the time too, like that too. You, you got to compare it to like when it's nineteen what seventy six? Yeah, it's nineteen seventy six, and worms are going into a face. Yeah, you know what I mean? Come yeah. on. Well, look, that really wasn't like a common effect in a movie, right? Absolutely. Let me ask you guys this: What's the time frame on this film? How how long does this take place? I think it takes place over two or three days. Two or three yeah. days. Okay, right. two days. Did Max, you notice so? one thing that like the fucking power lines were on the ground and still live for, for like, two, two or three days? Well, we decided not to have electric you know come out yeah, and check yeah. this shit so we're just gonna leave these power lines on the ground and that's why we still got a worm problem is because right, we just right. forgot to turn the power off yeah. so and there's no. a funny story about that too is that uh jeff lieberman his brother used to use that technique to draw worms, worms out of yeah. the ground yeah. yeah he used right. to go fishing and so what he would do is he would like fucking hook up you know like power. cables and shock the ground to cause the earthworms to come up so he could have night crawlers to go fishing. Well, interestingly enough... Which is enough, crazy, because in arachnophobia, they do they talk about the dropping the firework into the ground to get the fish to come up, and then they spray that fucking shit into the tree. And, and all, all the spiders the spider, fall. Spider, yeah. yeah. Well, and also, so what you were saying... Same universe. Well, oh, my okay, so James Cameron was the special effects dude on... What's the movie where the giant worm rapes the girl? Uh, the Roger Tremors Corman two. movie? No, it's Tremors 2. <laughs> <laughs> the new batch. <laughs> No, the um, like is it for, is it Forbidden World? It's the movie where with uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, he, he was this that Danny Elfman. No, 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 no. That's no, that's Forbidden Zone. Zone. Forbidden Zone. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Like, so uh, James Cameron was the special effects lead on this movie, and there's a scene where uh, somebody's arm is like severed, cut off arm is like on the ground, and there's supposed to be like maggots on it, and they couldn't get the maggots to do anything. So James Cameron uh, took like Shock a wire the and suck the maggots <laughs> and plugged the the fucking prosthetic arm into like a, a wire, and it caused all of the worms to start to move around. Producers on that film saw it happen, and they thought that he was when he would say action or cut, the worms would move. This is how stupid producers are. They were like, "That guy can do worms," so worms. they gave him piranha too because of that. Isn't that that's, crazy? That's phenomenal. That's crazy. Is that the one with the flying piranhas? Yeah, it's the good oh, one. Oh, dude, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, come on, man. Let's dude, not. Have there's a fucking on, double piranha. Like, right well, piranha one. I don't. Piranha I think two. it was like ten. I don't even remember. Dante, but that, that you know, James golden. Cameron double feature. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. Piranha's one of my favorites. But um, anyway. <laughs> uh, 
so Squirm, you know, on the in the worm on department, it gets a little ridiculous. There's a lot of those like reverse shots of like worms on that are like on the ceiling, on the ceiling dropping, and yeah, it, it's yeah. it's fine. But it does have one. There is one legitimately frightening moment in the movie, and it is towards the climax. And, yeah, because it's not a scary movie. Unless I don't want to hear about a worm climaxing. But, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> but, but it's the um, it's when they're at the house and they're lighting the candles mm-hmm. and fucking worm face is like right there outside the yeah. window, uh, looking yeah, out at them. Yeah, he worms himself up to the window. Yeah, genuinely creepy scene. Um, uh, and it's got I, I love. Patricia Percy, the redhead. I just, I think she's like, I, she doesn't feel like an actress to me. She feels like a real. Lady. She does. She really does. And I think she's. I think she's great. I don't know. And and we get a little bit of a shower scene. I have to say, I'm. Very, I was pleasantly well, surprised you know by what's that. Really funny about this, and I don't want to belabor because you know when you talk talk about shower scenes, it gets a little funny. We got so bad, but uh, like, <laughs> what um, did you say? <laughs> I just heard about it. When you talk about I'm sorry, I was shower scene. I was shailing John Goodman in Waiting for Godot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, make sure you skip that section, everyone. Well, I, you know what? I, I kind of feel a little disappointed in the fact that I'm the only one to bring to the table a, a movie without any nudity of any kind. Um, there's no male nudity. Yeah, I am nudity. too. I'm sorry, guys. And I, I'm, I'm going to use the spiders were naked. The spiders were very naked. Those are some naked-ass naked exoskeletons. <laughs> I will take this opportunity to mention the fact that when it does... I, and the spiders I, don't trim either. My stance on nudity, I I think nudity is fine for the most part. But for the I, most part. I really feel that there needs to be more equal opportunity that, nudity. Absolutely. That's I, like I'm a, a thousand I, percent I, agree. If I ever did something where there's like some titties in it... There's, there's going to be some, be dick. some dick. There, there should like, be. It's just that's. I no. feel like there's a natural. If you need me there. to be your dick and you know, stunt dick. Yeah, you know, I'm here for. I you, do, buddy. and I'm I will. Huckleberry. Thank you. Thank you. I will totally take you up on that offer. You fucking upstage everything, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Squirm has all of these little bits about it. Okay, it's we, we've got worm face. We got worms crawling into faces. We got a shower scene. Uh, we've Rick got Baker. We've got Rick Baker's scenes. makeup effects. Yeah, we've got two shower scenes. We've got um, dude. When when how about the fucking room when worms and shit. The room uh, filling up with when worms. When sister is awesome. opens yeah, the, the door do and all the worms come out, and you're sure. just yeah, you're just sure that she's gonna be overwhelmed by these. It's it's a it's an amazing amazing. And I love the scene where he comes back after he gets the piece of particle board thrown into his head and it knocks him unconscious for three hours. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, he, yeah. When he's <laughs> sitting in the pit and no worms anywhere for like hours. Like really, but the I, worms swarm the house in five minutes. I love when he gets back to the house and he's like calling for everybody's name and he like has the first of all he throws his like he has to take his t-shirt off or his <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he makes a torch with it gets to the house throws the torch away and then uses a candle yes. to illuminate that the, there's the worms area of pouring everywhere. out of the understructure of the house and his reaction is <laughs> <laughs> and he just like walks into the house, and he's got a candle, and they're like, "Dude, you!" Sh-. And he realizes when he puts the candle in front of the worms that they spread like m- yeah, the yeah, Red yeah. Sea, and it's just like you fucking threw your torch away, you dickhead! What yeah. are you doing? And d- dude, th- that shirt. Okay, so he he gets it burns out of the he gets out of the pit, and it's like dusk, and he by the time he gets to the house, it's, it's like it was midnight. a polyester cotton yeah. blend, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that torch has been burning the whole time. Totally, oh, lit, like man. giant burn. Yeah. Um, Shit! What a great film. It's really a. I it's really, 70s schlock, though. It I gotta tell you, schlock. It is not like a fucking work of. It's not anywhere near as professional as Arachnophobia or no. even Phase Four, but it delivers. You know who in, produced it, right? These are, uh, who produced. Uh, Squirm. Squirm? I, no. Angela Lansbury's brother. Get the fuck out of here. I Dodge. swear to God, That's Angela Lansbury's brother <laughs> was a Broadway producer. Oh, Jeff it, Lieberman had read, I mean, he'd written the script. Right. Somebody else got a hold of it and said, hey, because... A couple of Broadway producers got a hold of it. Well, they were looking at, you know, branching out and everything. Yeah. They, they read it and said, okay, so they put like half a million dollars in the movie and definitely made their money back. I mean, the movie was a movie hit. It was a hit, yeah. But it was, is it Edgar Lansbury? I don't know. But it's Angela Lansbury's brother. No shit. Was That's one of the producers. Crazy. So I imagine Angela Lansbury went to the premiere of Swarm. Oh, oh absolutely. That's she was and she's like, I, I could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been a redhead. I could have been House Gardino's shirtless for the last oh, 45 minutes Lord. of the movie. Um, I, um, by the way, one more thing I love about the movie. I love the scene, and I'm sorry, spoilers, in case you guys that are listening fucking think that we're just going to not have spoilers in this. Oh, like, hey, by the way, there's spoilers. Um, we're so disjointed, scene... people are going to have to go back to watch the movie and figure out what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> like, no what way the hell anybody. are these also, assholes yeah. talking about? Also, watch the fucking movie, all right? <laughs> so, but the, the scene where after, you know, Wormface has been thrown... Okay, after whatever happens to Warface happens, and he brings Patricia Piercy out, and she's like, we have to go back downstairs. And he's like, we can't. They're crawling. They're halfway up the stairs already. Right. And she's like, they're dead. To get that was my his mom only- and sister. Yeah, and he's like, they're dead. And he's yeah. like, yeah. And it was literally the only time that he, he emotes. Emotes the whole, yeah. and, and she, like, her, that quick little thing, her performance, she's like looking at him like, What? And then she realizes it and, and crumples. She, I think it's I think it's fucking awesome. Like, there's enough of that kind of stuff in the movie performance wise that I'm like, this is, th- it's a really good movie to me. So it's got, it elevates it. It's got it elevates beyond it. what yeah. the movie actually it's, is. Yeah, it's funny because they're they're three very different movies, and the oh. movies kind of remind me of like Alien, Aliens, and Alien Four. Do you know what I mean? Like where you have like the cerebral sort of um, gothic horror and then you have the like kind of the action movie and then you have this sort of like art movie that doesn't really French know film. where it wants to be. Yeah. Right. And and I think that you're the French film, you're the cerebral and, and I'm the, the, the James Cameron movie. Yeah. Which is weird because James Cameron was involved with The Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> which is the sequel to Squirm. <laughs> <clears throat> so, okay, Real quick, some driving things that it's got. We got shirtless uh, Don Scardino. We've Woo! got uh, Worm Face, and this is before men had to look like The Rock to take their shirt off. You know, like like Thor. It's like he's like, I don't want to have to take my shirt off on yeah. film. But Don Scardino did it for the last Don was like, yeah, that he's movie. like, fuck it, dude. I'm, I'm literally out. like, yeah. he suffered pepperoni all day, dude. The scene where he's like taking the the uh, bind out of her, the gag out of her mouth. He basically like shoves his face into her into his armpit her face i'm like put a fucking shirt on god and, and it's it's a poor girl it's it's amazing to see what you get away with Love in the 70s the versus what you get get away with now all right so let's take a moment and uh hear from our final sponsor <clears throat> are you a bespectacled city boy dropping into town for pleasure not business oh 
then you'll just love Fly Creek Egg Cream. <gasps> just what in Sam Hill is in a Fly Creek Egg Cream, you ask? Mm. Easy! It's just chocolate syrup, little milk, and some seltzer water. Do I mean a chocolate soda? That's it. With just a little shot of milk to give it a head. <gasps> but that's not it! Fly Creek Egg Cream has partnered with Willie Grimes Worm Farm to give their little sippers something special. How's that, honey? Well, every sip of Fly Creek Egg Cream comes with a giant fucking worm that squeals like hogs being sent to the slaughter. Tequila. Ooh, boy. One sip of these bad boys and you'll spin circles in your bar stool. That's Fly Creek Egg Cream. Fly Creek, where the town loves to turn on the juice and see what shakes loose. Hint, it's blood worms. Fly Creek Egg Cream. Just drink it already. God, I'm going to put that in my mouth. Well, guys, we have um, we have a, a quite a task set ahead of us. But I think before we go into that task, uh, the, which is going to be difficult, of what movies we're going to choose for this drive-in it's double tough. bill of creepy crawlies, I want to play a little game with everybody. Oh, I like games. This game is called Hide the Worm. <laughs> <laughs> That's later, Chris. No, you know it. Secret secrets. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> this game is called. Ain't nothing spoiled about that. Hello. Guess the tagline. Oh. All right. Guess the tagline. What I'm going to do, you couple of assholes, <laughs> so I'm going to read. Oh, yeah. I'm going to read three taglines for a couple of creature feature creepy crawlies. Okay. Um, one of them is real. The other two are made up bullshit that I wrote. <laughs> and I want you guys to guess which, which one, one of these is the actual tagline. Okay. Now, I'll tell you, we had a we had kind of a rickety dickety day today. I uh, just made that <laughs> adjective up, and I didn't really get to spend a whole lot of time on these alternate taglines. I kind of was rushed to do it, so um, maybe this is a little more for laughs than it is for real tricks. Here. I don't know, man. 70s taglines are pretty fucked up. It's, it's more than just the 70s, though. We've got a bunch of things here, and by the way, I neglected to mention the winner gets $1 million. Oh, well, in that case. Okay. So here we go. Guess the tagline for $1 million. Our first film is Eight-Legged Freaks. Eight-Legged Freaks! Okay, so David Arquette. Here's our couple of taglines. Oh, dude, that movie. Honestly, that was was my runner-up. Yeah, I I saw that movie in theaters, and I I loved it. Um, That poor director, Ellery L. Cam, never recovered. I don't know. He ended up making Return of the Living Dead Four and five back to back. Remember those oh, movies? Which was a oh, rave to the grave and Necropolis. Yeah. Oh, that's hot! What? A, what? A, and Eight Legged Freaks was good. I'm surprised. Eight Legged Freaks. All right. It, which originally was called Iraq Attack. Nice. And they had to change the title because they're like, no. <laughs> All right. So, guess the tagline. Is it? What has eight legs and is also a freak? Is it, let the squashing begin? Or is it, you afraid of spiders? You afraid of rubber spiders? You afraid of rubber spiders on strings? Man, you are one scared cat. (laughs) Oh, I'm going with that. You're going with one scared cat? What about you, Rob? Shit. Ah, fuck. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. What is yeah, eight legs? What is eight and legs? Is also and is also a freak. a freak. The correct answer is 
Let the squashing begin. Oh, okay. Um, you Afraid of Spiders, Chris, is, of course, Reggie the Reckless's line uh, from Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. You scared of spiders? You scared of rubber spiders? You scared of rubber spiders on strings? Man, you are one scared cat. Where I come from, you learn to be scared of nothing. They call me Reggie the Reckless. No spider would scare me. <laughs> Here we go. The tagline for Killer Bees is it Death at First Sting? Is it She controls the bees? They live for her and die for her. She's their queen. And she'll live forever. Or is it no, no, not the bees. Jesus Christ. Man. She'll live forever. I'm You're going, going with she'll live forever. Nick Cage shit. Yeah, <laughs> that guy, well, they, I recognize and that one. Going? I'm going to go for the first one. You're going for death at first sting. The correct answer is she controls the bees. They live for her. You got it. And die for yeah. her. She's their queen. <laughs> that is the forever. worst. She's your queen to be. <laughs> She's your queen to be, a queen to be forever, a queen who do whatever his highness desires. Dude, what we did Soul Glow earlier, I mean, it's only fitting. There's going to be a sequel to that, by the way. I know. You're going to watch it, though. Oh, so I'm, I'm kind of boycotting it. But what about Art Buckwald? Is Grandpa he involved? No. <laughs> of course he's going to be involved. He's going to sue the fuck out of that movie. Quincho through a Ouija board. Really good. Really good. You're feeling it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Get some Bruce Leroy. Right. Here we go. Bruce Leroy. <clears throat> Empire Show of up. the Ants mm. is the tagline. The hills are alive with the sound of ants. <laughs> Holy shit. Is it? It's no picnic. Warm picnic. Or is it ants in the pants? More like death in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going with picnic. Picnic. What's the first one? Uh, the hills are alive with the sound of ants. Yeah, I like. You're that going one. with that one. Yeah, I don't like the that correct one. answer is it's no picnic. No. Empire oh, of the ants. Hey. One million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling no, it. No, no. I'm it, feeling it in my pants. Still anybody's still, yeah, game. Still anybody's three game. more movies here. Oh anybody's my gosh, game. Three more. Okay. Okay. Mind. Well, fuck you, Rob. <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> Turn it on. The swarm. <laughs> is it? No, no, not the bees. <laughs> you got to do that in a Cockney accent like M- Michael Caine. No, no, not the bees. No, no, not the bees. Is it monsters by the millions and they're all for real? <laughs> oh, my God. Or is it more bees, please? I'm going to go with the second one. You're going to go with monsters by the millions and they're all for real. Yes. Rob, what is Rob. it? Rob, come on. 
Hey, you on. know, I I think it's monsters. I think it's the second one. But you know what? In the, in no, the, no, no, no. Go with what you feel, man. If we agree on something, it's okay. What was the third one? More bees, please. I, I can't buy that. <laughs> I, I'm going with the second one. It is the correct answer is more bees. Pl- no, I'm kidding. It's monsters <laughs> by the millions. They're all for real. Um, they're right. not fake. Is yeah, the implication I know. here. It's... All right, here we go. Slugs. Oh, slugs. Is it? They ooze. They slime. They kill. Is it? This slugs for you. <laughs> or is it? Here's slug in your eye. I'm going to go with the first one. You're going with they use, they slime, they kill? Yes. This slug's for you. This slug's for you. The correct answer is they ooze, they slime, they kill. Oh, oh my God. You guys, it is a tie game. We've got one more here. Well, no, 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 because you... No, it's a tie game. Okay, it's tie. Yes, whatever Brandon says. <laughs> yes, absolutely, Brandon. We've got to... Right. We, have, we have to increase Whoever dramatic tension. gets this one correct wins $1 million oh, from my one personal bank account. I will write dollars. a check oh, today. Fantastic. Okay. I'll take it. The food of the gods. Ambrosia? Is ne- it? Nectar. The food of the oh. gods is the tagline. Well, what's the fruit of the gods? That would be Ambrosia. It's uh, F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> dressed as a grape. <laughs> Wearing Fruit of the Loom underwear. Who is underwear is under there. Fruit of the Loom. Okay. The Food I of the Wells. Gods. H.G. Wells. The Food of the Gods. Directed by Burt I. Gordon. Is it? Say your prayers. That's ominous. Is it? Welcome to the bottom of the food chain. Or is it? Hint. It's you. Chris is going with number two, which was no, well. Take a shit. Welcome to you. Got to go. <laughs> welcome to the bottom of the food chain. Yes. yes. Rob, first one again. Say your prayers, food of the gods. I'm gonna go. Hint. It's you. Hint. It's you. Hint. It's you. The correct answer is. Welcome to the bottom of the food chain! Hey, Chris Holcomb, you won $1 million. $1 million. But unfortunately, we have to rent the studio that we've recorded this show in tonight, I'm and it costs to $1 Disneyland. million. Dollars. No, the, sh- the studio costs a $1 million, so if you could just write me a check for $1 million. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to Disneyland anyway. Well, guys, that was Guess the Tagline. Congratulations to the winner. Yay! Fuck you to the loser. Fuck you. All right, we've got Listen. a really hard task ahead of us here hard. and if you guys want to do anything with it you can feel free i'm about to lay it on the table right now whoa guys, um we need to make a final it? decision i was waiting i just wait. did it's out you don't see it no it's white as fuck and i know the table's white oh but that's like, why it's because of the table okay cool because it's it's really you know it's a pretty <laughs> I good figured size it already got eaten by the alabama black snake <laughs> it's, look slightly above average okay totally, totally. just saying what are we gonna do guys we've got Three great films here, and we have two slots for our drive-in double features of Creepy Crawlies. What are we going to go with? I I, think we need to do a a round-table choice here. Here's Um, a go ahead. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of the cerebral, and Phase Four had that in spades. Mm -hmm. Um, But something has to be said about the uh, the amount of screen gravitas. Brought by uh, Patricia Percy, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I think I'm gonna have to lean uh, toward Brandon's choice. Okay, that's so. Choice number one goes to Squirm. Right. 
So what's choice number two? Well, oh, let me guess. You're going to pick your own phobia. fucking movie. Well, fuck him, of course I'm going to pick my own fucking movie. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you, like, like, big I surprise. mean, really? Really? I mean, it's easily the best movie of the three, <laughs> but fine. Yeah. <laughs> I do like... I do like phase four. <laughs> That's fine. You can lie. I like the first three phases. Holcomb is and staring you down. He's he's <laughs> literally three feet away. No, six feet away. <laughs> well, man. At the end of the day, um, I'm a Rob's penis length. You know, <laughs> right, right, six feet. That's exactly seventy-two inches. Exactly the. This is, I gotta say though. Um, and I don't mean to be sexist because I know what that what I'm gonna say is gonna be interpreted as such. But uh, Percy is. And I felt guilty watching the ant crawl over a boob. I'm sorry. Oh, you mean Lynn? Lynn Fredericks? Yeah, Frederick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Frederickson. When I say Frederick, Frederick, I didn't mean Frederick. I meant Lynn Frederick. Okay, gotcha. 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 Okay, so we've got one vote vote for squirm and one vote for arachnophobia. Correct. Um. All right, Chris. Okay, I have to think about this as a double feature. All right, we're we're a drive-in theater. Mm -hmm. We're doing a double feature, mm-hmm. and I hate to say it, as much as I love Arachnophobia, it is great. It is a great movie. I mean, Perfect. it is it is the total freaking package. Cinema. But popcorn. When I kind of put both Congo. these films together, <laughs> I have to think about what's going to be the best drive-in type of feature. What's a movie that people are not likely to have seen? And I think Squirm and Phase Four. I think that they, they pair better. They Everybody are of the same opinion. era. They are. I think they complement one another better. You also got to think about pacing, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Bravo, sir. All right. Bravo. Now, I, um, now, now the moment we've all been waiting for. <clears throat> Tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Are we at a, is that officially a tie, then? It's officially a tie. Okay, yeah. so there's... <clears throat> two for Faye. Wait, well, two for. Uh, no, it's. Uh, it's a, we'll, we'll call it a tie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be well, my I think regardless, I mean, it looks like Squirm is going to be a, a shoe in. Well, Squirm is going to be in regardless, unless you don't vote for Squirm. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay, so. All right. This is tricky because you also. Was it you that just said you got to think about pacing? Yeah. All right. Arachnophobia is expertly paced. Expert. It is expertly paced. It really is. I think it's like 109 minutes. Maybe it goes by really quickly. <clears throat> Usually I tend to err toward... Uh, I'm saying this like I'm going to get beat up. But the fact of the matter is, I, I'm i actually attuned to what you're talking about, Chris Holcomb. I, I'm thinking about it in terms of this drive-in double feature, and for me, I really think it's going to be Phase 4 and Squirm. I just feel like those two kind of go hand-in-hand or tentacle and I'm not going to say you're racist, but there's a lot of white people up in this motherfucker. I'm just saying, and they're looking at me, I'm just saying. No, Rob, that's the exact reason there's not enough black people in Arachnophobia. (laughs) There's not enough, yeah, it's just that there's not enough black people in any of these movies. Hey man, next time we're doing Sweet Sweetback's badass song. I'm just saying. I know it ain't no horror movie, but we'll make it. No, Rob. Honestly, arachnophobia. No, like you really kind of. But I gotta go. No, no. It's cool. Listen, listen, listen. I gotta tell you what. Double feature. It, 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 it kind of screams the 
the, the 70s. Right? I'll say Sleazier, this. This is what I would say. Yeah. You picked a classy movie. I you did really did. We picked movie. shit. I, I will say this. We do this double feature, and then we invite everybody over to our house and say, now we're going to watch Arachnophobia together. Done. All right. All right. That yeah, sounds great. Socially well, distance, of course. So Absolutely. I'll be at least 72 inches from you. Because my penis will be on your lap. <laughs> well, that does it. That wraps it up. Another episode of Dead City Drive-In. I'd like to thank our wonderful, awesome guest, Red Reb- Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America himself. Roscoe Lee Red Brown. No, Rob, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank thanks you. for it's your patience and for sticking with us. And thanks for the bourbon. Oh, absolutely. Really uh, you can thank it. our sponsors. Um <clears throat> Dober McClintock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, until the next time, once again, I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And remember, at the drive-in, if the windows are foggy and the shocks are rocking, it doesn't mean someone's fucking. They're probably getting murdered. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>